When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, podcaster. Meet Acast. We're the top independent podcast network for creators in the know. We empower you to develop your podcast idea, Find your audience and grow listener relationships, wherever those listeners are. You'll also find a whole range of ways to make money, from membership plans for paying fans to our fully curated and creative advertising experience. Visit acast.com slash network to find out more. Acast, for the stories. Hey, y'all. Hey. I'm happy. (laughs) Why are you happy? Because it's episode 71. Yeah. This is the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. I'm Mikey. And I'm Randy. And this is episode 71, Family Dinner. Yeah. We got it's it's our second family though. dinner. Y'all really enjoyed the first one. It was episode 53. And we were like, you know, we're going to do it again. Someone brought up doing it quarterly. And so we decided to do it before each break moving forward. Mm-hmm. Because your feedback matters. And y'all are funny. And we actually like sharing your voice with people. Yeah. And um, hopefully it encourages more people to speak up. We, yeah. have, we actually have more feedback this time around than the first. So that's a good sign. Yeah. And I'm really excited to like get into it. So we're going to do that. But before we get started, as always, we have some shout outs. We do. So happy anniversary to Jillian. Jillian. My big sister Mikey's was married sister. on October 21st. And it was a very fun The wedding was wedding. lit. We always compare people's weddings to our weddings, and her wedding was still really fun. It was. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. We were drunk. Open bar. Open bar, y'all. They fucked around and let my brother get back there. Y'all. We drank too You're, much. I, I was so drunk. We got to Mikey's brother's mother's house, and I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up. And they proceeded to have more drinks. Yes, because you had to catch back up to what everyone was doing and while you were sleeping. And they made me dance over a Hennessy bottle. Good was times. it a Hennessy bottle? Or a Corona bottle. It, it was, was a, a bottle. bottle or... And if I knocked the bottle down, I was disowned. <laughs> Y'all, it was crazy. <laughs> Great wedding, Jill. Yeah, fun. <laughs> um, happy anniversary, big sis. Yes. Love you both. Um, we don't get to speak to Dwight enough, but that's because he's quiet. He's an introvert. And really only talks to his wife. <laughs> um but we love you too bro we um, miss y'all yeah so we're gonna come see y'all at some point when we come up there yeah we're supposed to do a new york trip december since yeah these two love to like not be in this country together which i love about them yeah they travel so, a lot whatever trip y'all got planned have please fun. and but also please be there for christmas all right and be safe and bring me something back <laughs> happy anniversary y'all and thank you for, for your, your patronage because you don't got to but you do and, and Jill, I ain't forgot it. about you. We got to talk. We got a phone date. Okay. <sighs> All right. All right. 
Oh, we're going to open this up with a call to action. So yes. make sure you check out our website, www.blackmillenniummarriage.com. We are still available on iTunes. Spotify. Stitcher. <laughs> Mikey. I'm leaving room because you're And Google Podcasts. Rate us. Five stars, please. Yes. We don't want to... Last time I mentioned like our rating, we had like a three star rating and I'm not discounting ratings and reviews, but I also don't want to spend a lot of time talking about people who don't like us because <laughs> I, I don't want people who put in time and effort and listen and invest and write us and rate us mm-hmm. five stars um, to feel like we don't see them. Because y'all are important. So thank we see you. everyone. Yeah. Including that little motherfucker who put the two stars. So ultimately, your feedback is important. So if there's a reason, please let us know. We want to like work on this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us on social media platforms on Instagram. What are we, baby? Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook. Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter. At underscore the Chapmans. Leave us a voicemail at 770 you took a pause like okay, you weren't going to finish. Okay, no, finish. 770-750-4098. Again, that's 770-750-4098. And your voicemail could be featured on future episodes like this one right here. Yeah, our family dinner one. All right, so we don't have any listener feedback. Because this episode is about listener feedback. Exactly, and that's just redundant. So we're going to get into this episode, and we hope you enjoy. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm so with my seeds, like. Now check it out. I've been a father since I was a toddler. I would teach. This is episode 71 of the Black Millennium <laughs> Marriage Podcast, our second family dinner. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash BMM and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash BMM to get started today. If you need some book recommendations, I got you. Master and Apprentice, a Star Wars story by Claudia Gray. Just listen to a snippet of it. Just excited to listen to it or play it for Drew because I want to turn her into a Star Wars nerd. And I don't feel bad about it. But again, you don't have to download these selections. Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash BMM. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash BMM for your free audio in this episode we're gonna talk about what babe patreon stuff comments stories feedback yeah. from real life people y'all who decided to share so that we don't have to <laughs> now nah, this is um this is our time to highlight you to share anything that you want to share i love when people give us stuff to talk about um and this is feedback from people from patreon or people who just decided to actually email and reach out so you don't have to subscribe to patreon to be able to be featured on these future episodes by the way right so if you are just listening share we still want to hear from you yeah uh randy was looking at we were looking at something the other night metrics i guess Mm -hmm. we're just seeing where we have yeah like um where a lot of our listenership is we have a lot of listeners in atlanta georgia but like i don't even know if it's atlanta but it's georgia i hear more from the people in in, uh, arkansas and California. <laughs> so, like, we have a lot of list- yeah, reach out. Don't be scared. <laughs> well, and if bite. you want to stay anonymous, y'all know y'all just got to tell us. And or if you don't say, we just won't say your name if we ever share your feedback. 
Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So we're going to wrap it up with, actually, no, we're not. <laughs> we're going to end it off with some always appreciated PDA. And yeah, so let's get right into it. So y'all, we're going to, the backstory to this episode is mm-hmm. we wanted to engage more with our listeners. And so we started with that first family dinner episode, episode 53, and that was largely Patreon families submitted their fighter flights for their cup, for their spouses and their partners and their and it was funny. And then we had a whole bunch of like emails and stuff that we shared and voicemails. Mm-hmm. People really enjoyed that episode, which was really great for us because if y'all, if y'all remember, we were very nervous about it because we hadn't ever done anything like it. But we were so tired of talking about how depressed we were mm-hmm. that we just used y'all. And it was a hit. It was. And it got <laughs> us out of our depression. It's only for a week. Yeah. So we wanted to do it again and we wanted to, cre- to make this like a staple in our podcast episodes when it's time for us to go on break and as y'all know we have one more episode before we go on break for the entire month of november uh-huh. and we'll be back in december so that you can end your year off and start your year off right right with us but yeah so that's the backstory and so now we are here for our second family dinner and we have new feedback new voicemails and story we want stories we want to share and so yeah we're gonna start with listener feedback baby All quick right. tip before you listen to this episode if you have not listened to my indie, there will be spoilers ahead. Yeah, my so, indie, which is powerful. Yeah. I don't All know right, we're going to start off with our listener feedback. Yes. Hey, Mikey. Hey, Randy. Hey, Drew. I'm calling from New York. You guys should know me by now. This is Kima, and I was just sitting here listening to um, Dr. Kelsey Leanne, I believe her name is podcast. And it just popped in my mind to give you guys a call. I haven't called in a while, and I just wanted to say that – I just wanted to say thank you because you two are really helping me see marriage in a different way and friendship also because you guys are obviously friends too. And because I grew up and I didn't have that example growing up, I grew up in – um home where my mom and dad argued and um, ended up in divorce. I was five. And then when she got in her other marriage, it was all good. But then I seen the same things I saw before. I never saw really positive examples. And the only positive examples I saw were on TV and they were um, Caucasian or white couples. And it was like too good to be true. And I just never seen it around me. None of my family members are married and in healthy, happy relationships around me. They look very far. So when I found you guys, I was so happy, so excited, and I felt hopeful. And I was like, oh, okay, this is how it is. Yes, it's going to be down. Yes, they're going to be up. But this is what it's supposed to be about. And I just really want to thank you guys because um, you guys are really making a difference in how I see relationships and give me that hope. Because five years ago, I was like, I'm never going to get married. Don't want to get married. It's messy. Don't care. Because of the examples I saw. But hearing you guys um, and what you guys are going through, being so transparent and vulnerable and raw and honest, it just really, really, really is making a difference for many people. And I just want to say keep up the great work and congratulations on you guys getting jobs and moving up and I'm just so proud and so happy for you and I will just continue to support you as long as I can and um, yeah that's all I really wanted to say and um, it's Saturday so have a great weekend and I can't wait to hear the next podcast bye thank you Kima Ames. <laughs> that's family right there no yeah. um, thank you Kima I appreciate it I, I, I hate parts of your story for obvious reasons 
And a lot of the parts of it just resonate with me. Like, yes, TV babies. What parts do you hate? That she had to, like, see that, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Just parents arguing, going through a divorce. Um, I married a child of the divorce, so. Yeah, it was rough. I, but it I was necessary. That. Sorry. I know. Some, no, sometimes it's, it, it is, you know, it's for the better. Yeah. But, um, no, I wish nothing but, like, positive relationships on your, your future yeah. from now on. And I'm glad that you actually like the content that we put out and that you do reach out when you do and that you give feedback because it's always genuine. It's always appreciated. It's yeah. always timely. And it's really thoughtful. Yeah. She sent a devotion to us a few days ago that she, um, that made her think of us that you still need to read, but it was, it was really nice. And the day we were having, it wasn't necessarily a bad day, but it was just a timely mm-hmm. message as always. Cause Kima be knowing. <laughs> so thank you. We appreciate you. All right. One more voicemail. Maybe not. Oh, we got another this voice. Mad voice moves. <laughs> this is just feedback. Just feedback. All right. Hey, this is Nicole. Um, I haven't called y'all in a while, and I just wanted you to hear my voice, let you know that I love you. Okay, Charlotte is featuring on this call. I apologize. Um, I wanted you to know that I'm super, super proud of you, as always. I miss you like crazy. Sometimes I do miss a couple of Sundays, but I can binge you constantly, and then I text you all throughout the episodes and all throughout the night. Um, I just love that I am four states away and still able to share and watch True grow. I love being a patron, um, person. I just want to tell the world that y'all are dope. You are authentic. I love that, um, that Peaches were, I'm sorry, I love that Mama wrote in, um, that email. I think it was encouraging. I like that she kind of told the world who y'all are and how you are authentic. And I just wanted to second that. Um, I want to hear about that time my hair his foot ran over. And I also want to hear about the first time you talked to, um, I know, baby, talked to Rand's mom after y'all had sex for the first time. I want to know how that went. I want to know how she looked at you. I want to know how you responded. I want to hear that story through y'all's voices. Okay. Love you both. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Love you, cousin. All right, good night. Oh, Charlotte was Thank you, Monica and Charlotte. So, y'all, Monica is really Nicole. (laughs) But we, (laughs) she's my cousin by birth and biologically. We've talked about her on plenty of episodes. Yes, but she's really Nicole. Mm -hmm. We know her as Monica, but she changed her name. That's why y'all probably be confused. Like, is it Monica? Is it Nicole? It's both. Couple of things to address from that one. <laughs> so she came out the gate and gave away my mother-in-law's nickname. Yeah, which is Peaches, my mom's which nickname is, is Peaches, and we are not allowed to call her that. But everybody else in the world is. But I our call children. Her that. No, you don't. In my head. <laughs> in my head, when I be playing her, with your her, mama, I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah. I'm saying." Mm-hmm. Her grandmother gave her that nickname, and it stuck with the family, including my dad's family, and so it drives her crazy. But that's who she is. <laughs> She's Peaches. <laughs> anyway, um, so she wanted to tell us a story. She wanted us to tell the story about how Mikey got his foot ran over. So we can dive into that real quick. All right, yeah, really quick. Picture this: <laughs> what year? 2011, moving day, West Georgia. Was it 2011? No, it was 2010. That yeah. moved me in my first year. Uh, moving into West Georgia. Wait, that was the, the, we, that, was that the day we moved you in? Yes, I thought that was the day she took us grocery shopping. Took you grocery shopping. That was all a part of my moving day. Oh, I forgot that. Good times. So I had just moved into this little prison cell. Uh, my this building is not standing anymore, and they have new buildings up there. Right. Um, I was really, really sad about it. My roommate stunk. 
uh, our floor needed mopping. It looked like there was it a dead like body a that was just there. It was bad. It was really bad. Really more. small window. Whatever. Was there a window? Yes. Oh. It's big enough for you to jump out of in case of a fire. I doubt it. I no, that's how it was designed. It had the emergency thing, like a bust window. Mike, I just remember being really sad. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I never visited him when he was in this door. <laughs> anyway, Nicole and them was leaving. And I was standing next to the door, you know, saying goodbye. He was being aggravated. He was irritating her. She was tired. We had just moved him in. We had and just it was gone a long grocery drive. shopping for him. Yeah, they had to do With, a long drive. Yeah. And, and she so she to, just said, I'm going to run over your foot. If you don't move. And he was playing. And I wasn't playing. Mikey. I was still saying bye to the women that I love. Mikey. He was irritating the hell out of her. I was trying to get your cousin phone number. He was she irritating the, the hell out this of night. her. And so she and aimed she for my foot. She proceeded to roll backwards, y'all. She ran over it. <laughs> and it was really stuck. And then she stopped. And then she stopped. On top of my foot. To be like, oh, am I really on your foot? And she knew it. And I just, I couldn't say nothing because she was irritating as hell. And I was she smaller at this point. Move. I weighed like like 220. No, you weighed like 190, Mike. No, I was definitely, I was 200 when I was in college. Mike, your freshman year? Yeah, I was already at 200. I don't remember yeah, that. Bit. I weighed myself to start. So I don't remember you being 220. That was really heavy. Okay, I was at 210. We can, we can, I, I was definitely above 200. Okay. But like, I was feeble. <laughs> y'all it was and y'all he has his shoe had the imprint of the tire like it was flat i forgot what type of car it was a red car i don't remember which one it was she remembers she'll leave another voicemail we love your voicemails monica that's fine i cussed her out when she drove past and then i continued uh <laughs> she did not care with my sadness and i walked back to my room uh and now as far as randy's mom i didn't think about it until after she asked but the next time I saw your mom after the whole call incident, mm-hmm. never made eye contact. The entire time I was at your house. I didn't Like, I, didn't I felt like we were just kind of moving around the room. That's so funny. And, like, we talked, obviously, because I'm, like, there. And still here. But I do not remember making eye contact with her for a while. <laughs> until, like, another time she came to pick y'all up or something. And I just, like, apologized. I just told her I love her. I just kept telling her I loved her until she said it back. That's Mikey's thing, y'all. Even now. Kill him with kindness. I love you. I love you. Do you hear me? I love you. I love you. I love you. I said. Because when you hear it enough times, it's like, damn, like, why am I not responding? I love you. It's manipulative. Such a Pisces. <laughs> but I'm it just worked. happy you know. Now she loves me. <laughs> and that's really ultimately all that matters. Oh, my God. Okay. And, and I was right. Wait, right about what? Or when I told her that. I you was would marry me? gonna marry her. Yes. Jesus Christ. Okay, so we have some more listener feedback, but I am pulling it from our ratings and reviews. So, yes. if you all follow us on our Instagram page, Black Millennial Marriage, you know that every now and then we highlight a listener review from iTunes on our page. page. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some that we don't post, maybe because they aren't necessarily recent anymore. But we do read them and we do appreciate y'all. And I wanted to share one that was personally one of my favorites. And I don't know why I didn't share it on our page. I think I wanted to save it for this episode. I think subconsciously, I just wanted to. You just to knew share. that this was when. You- okay. Yeah. So uh, this person says, future husband out here trying to out cheer. Out cheer. Like. Is there an R at the end of it? There's not, but I'm country. There's out cheer. It's, there's an R at the end of yours. No. Trying to be great. <laughs> I think he said like y'all, but you know, I just cut it off. Anyway, he left this on September 4th and he says, if you all read this review, you can add my name, Ty Aaron. Hi, Ty Aaron. What's up, Ty? Just wanted to say that this podcast has helped me be more aware of the love I share with my fiance. 
Y'all have some funny moments. Hearing about Mike's nipple play action was top two and is not two. Funniest moments. And even though I'm hella behind, hearing y'all express black love and not sugarcoating it makes the podcast great. You guys have inspired me to chase my dreams. Y'all be great out here. Peace. Thank you. Thank you. you. I thought it was very nice. It's one of my favorites. You just wanted to bring back up that there was nipple play discussed at some point. Because, Mike, that was, that was that funny. Episode. When that we talked about the sex things. game we played no, and how that's that. when we discovered that, that Mike is really. I do not recall. <laughs> I played the fifth. You can't. You already said on the podcast. Five. Um, We actually just What's got that? this mm-hmm. review. And I don't know if we shared it yet, but this review says they're a newcomer. And their name is Black Gal Great Black Gal Realness. And she says, I just started listening to you all like two days ago. <laughs> and I'm in love with this podcast. It has helped me a lot with what things I've been struggling with, for the things I've been struggling with in my relationship with my fiance. And it's good to be able to listen to people who are the same age as me and are married. Peace and blessings. Thank y'all. Thank you. So I just wanted to share those two because they are one of the two of the out of like the 200 something ratings and reviews that we have on iTunes or Apple Podcasts that are five star rated. And we just really appreciate y'all. And it's reviews like that that help us become more visible mm-hmm. and reach more couples and singles and just people. So thank you. And it also helps us like focus on our content and right. just making sure that this is good. Again, we started right. off with this is just like a form of therapy for us talking. Yeah. And it's since transformed into something for something y'all something for y'all that yeah. we share that we are really that we you know, we take a different type of pride in yeah um which is why we're so serious about making sure things get out on time which is why we want every episode to be great which is why we talk about the reviews and why we talk about making sure we're building up this community of people because it's important to us yeah or else we would have stopped this shit after the first year when we weren't getting paid <laughs> uh, and to have done this the entire time Going through what we've through gone poverty. through. No, li- no, listen, listen, Linda, Linda, poverty. If that don't show care and, and character, you know, then what does? What does? And y'all still out here sleeping on us. Y'all don't know. That's fine. We about to just That's throw okay. money at promoting and blowing up your phone with cold calls and shit. <laughs> Wait you going to start it. liking all your followers. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> don't delete that. All right. Randy just said some funny <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> where are we going to next, man? Jill's gonna call me. Like, you missed me. Um, all right, so we have some emails that we are gonna get into. We are going to. Now, Randy's the better reader. So she has the <sighs> You are, you're just a great reader. Mikey, you're gonna read one of these goddamn emails. I am gonna read one of the emails. Just so, one of the shorter ones. <laughs> <laughs> so we have an email from one of my favorite people, y'all. So I, we actually meet a lot of people through the podcast because y'all email us and I make it a big point to read and respond. And if they're for Mikey, he reads and then talks out loud and I respond because <laughs> <laughs> because he trifling. But this is one of the I'm things I trifling. personally enjoy. We have communicated with these people and they know me at this point. They know that it's hard for me to talk, but I'd be wanting to talk. I just be wanting to talk. Not tight. Mike. Mike. Anyway, I met... This is where I respond. Go ahead. I met this woman through the podcast, Mm -hmm. and she is an avid listener and internet friend, and I really like her. And so she left some engagement for our episode 67, and I think that was... This shit is hard work. Yeah. Okay. 
And her name was Latasha. And she has two beautiful daughters and a husband and this big ass dog who is so cute. It makes me believe that we can keep Groot. Even though, <laughs> y'all, it's hard. But it we love this dog. And we're not going to give him up. Nope. We're just going to treat him better. Yes. So her email says, hey, guys, I listened to the po- to the episode and just wanted to commend you guys on putting yourselves first, having a talk, and then recording. So she's referring to the episode was late because Mikey made an executive decision mm-hmm. and was like, I ain't recording with you till we get better. Anyway, she said, what's funny mm-hmm. is that I find not many couples can relate to Daryl and I because we do like each other and we do have minimal issues in that sense. We feel like we are boring to other couples because we have no drama. This is one of the primary reasons I listen to you guys. Like, yes, finally someone else who just gets annoyed with cleaning or finally someone else's husband tries to make them laugh to deflect from leaving the kid's jacket at school that they need in the morning. Just simple shit. (laughs) That is partners you are allowed to be upset about and voice why you are upset. Nah, hold up, hold up. (laughs) Because this was said 10 days ago. (laughs) But this shit happened like five days ago. We done love, y'all. We done love, y'all. The weather just turned. And so now Drew got to wear socks and stuff, and, and like and we be having her out the door. Mike is like, "Where her socks? We having outdoor? What a book bag! We he done turned back around and left the bottles. I done left the bottles. Lord Jesus! It's we don't hard. deflect no more. Now we just act like it didn't happen. So, however, mm-hmm. like you guys said, there are still things that we can that can be improved and things we both worry about. We do often voice how we feel about societal climate regarding race i pray every day that he makes it back home to me and vice versa we check in as soon as we get to work typically around lunch and when we are on our way home because you just never know and checking in helps ease that concern for us say that again latasha because my husband sometimes ain't nobody trying to Your raise husband sometimes what i'm happy nobody be chasing me half the time i'll be trying to the other what does day, that mean i asked mike to unlock the door for me i think he unlocked the door i got groceries mm-hmm. he said cool i'm at the door deer out here coyote i'm uh-huh. like i'm about to get eight and the moment you touched the doorknob what was i doing unlocking it yes. but i'd already been outside for 10 minutes i did not know this i had your loose neck child in my arms and while trying to walk up <laughs> you know her head heavy so anyway i want her neck to snap ain't nobody trying to raise two babies and a dog alone exactly because i gotta give drew to her grandmother whatever you ain't giving that baby up <laughs> i feel y'all on this episode and completely understand where you are coming from mm-hmm. daryl doesn't listen to the podcast but that's not a slight against y'all he doesn't listen to any podcast <laughs> but when i tell I him feel you, what you guys discuss and the perspectives that you provide he always says he's glad that a real couple doing the work like we are is out there putting forth good vibes and being honest about how hard marriage is because this shit is hard for whatever reason, it never occurred to me that marriage would be harder than getting a degree. And until recently, I was like, they should give out honorary PhDs to the people that make it a 20 years of marriage. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Think, it's way harder than getting a degree. It's hard. Because the degree has an end date. Or they kick you out because you ain't got it yet. And the end date for this is the grave. But you could just drop out. <sighs> Same school. But then your parents were disappointed and your family looks at you weird. And your kids are all traumatized and, and don't want to ever get married again. It's not the same. Trans your credits don't transfer. Right. New person. Anyway, <laughs> things that have not gotten easier with marriage. One, cleaning, tidying up. I have improved in all facets of cleaning or tidying up except laundry. I'm the one who has a chair in the room with clothes in it. They are clean clothes that I mean to put away every night, but just never get around to doing it. Daryl has always been a cleaning Nazi and despises my chair. Two, living with someone else is more tolerable and fun most days. We both have moments where we miss just being able to do what we want, when we want, 
how we want. I think this is more a reflection on just how much time and energy it takes to be of service to yourself, your spouse, and your children. How much more you have to give and consider now versus when you only had to consider yourself. Mm. Those are the primary things for us. I'm going to see if Daryl will let me share one of his relationship horror stories. Keep up the good work and keep your heads up. Thank Thank you. you. That was a really great email. Thank you so much for leaving it. And, and please make sure that you get his approval about the horror, horror story. As a matter of fact, please. if you don't listen to the whole episode, the whole episode, that's fine. Play this part right here. <laughs> Daryl, my nigga, Mike. input is needed. Just listen to your lady and give us a story, bro. Thank you. Oh, my God. And that's it. Please, y'all. Relationship Horror Stories is the last episode before our break. And the person who has the best horror story gets 20 bucks. Gets 20 bucks. Cash app. Real quick. And we send you $20 because Mikey got it. He balling out of control. All right. Young nigga do got a job, though. (laughs) All right. Our next email is from Ebony Henley. Hey, girl. Yeah, and this one wasn't sent very long ago. Four days ago, actually. Yeah. All right. So she starts off with, hey, y'all, in my best Randy voice. (laughs) And she has, like, the laughing emoji. Um, I just want to thank you for letting me vent to y'all in my last email about all the things that were going on in my life. I don't think I ever responded to your response because niggas, (laughs) but it it meant a lot to me that you guys responded. I have been so filled with joy these last, uh, these last few podcasts hearing about all the new opportunities for you and just wanted to congratulate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Especially Randy. Mikey. I'm just proud of you. Thank you. Just wanted to let you know that I'm rejoicing with you all. We appreciate that too. Yes, we do. Things have began to look up for me and my family as well. Yes, Lord. Our little rainbow miracle baby will be here in just nine short weeks. Congratulations. Congrats. So, so tell Drew to be on the lookout for her internet cousin. Hey, I have named myself her internet auntie. (laughs) Hope this is okay with you guys. You know, she got mad aunties. It's okay. What's one more? (laughs) Hopefully I can stay up to date and respond to the engagement pieces on time from here on out. Not months later. She did like the shrugging thing. Honestly, I just, I don't even care. Like, we like when y'all respond. I can't even tell when they're months apart. Everything is a blur. Better late than never. We're asleep over here. (laughs) So just do whatever you want. Love y'all. Keep up the great work. Mikey, use some of that coding knowledge to get the names of the people rating less than five. My nigga. (laughs) Ooh, she know me. I know how to. Mikey. Uh, I do. Can you finish? All I need is a name. <laughs> Black women are the best investigators. She's not lying. I can find out the rest of their info on my own and handle y'all's lightweight. See, this is why people don't leave comments when they rate Ooh. us because they got, they know our And her name, crazy. Ebony. She black as hell. Ebony, I appreciate you. I'm going to send you that email. <laughs> P.S. Whoever said you look like you smell like shea butter, Randy, was right on, was right. And every time I see you on Instagram, I feel like I should moisturize. That's so funny. <laughs> She got good skin. Yeah, man. I love my shea butter and my water. That's she all I do. Skin. I just be minding my business, keeping my head low, podcasting. And dipping her whole being in shea butter and right using out of the Africa's shower. best to seal the shea butter, y'all. Mm. That's my secret. Thank you, Ebony, for this email. <laughs> Moisturize. <laughs> Thank you so much. We appreciate it. All right. And we have one more email that's solely listener feedback. And it is from Bria. She's a listener from Philly, and it literally says in her subtitle, Listener Love from Philly. Shout out, Philly. I'm not going to get too deep in. Shout out, Philly. Ugh. Hi, <laughs> Mikey and Randy. I've been at not, not y'all, not you, Bria. That wasn't told Why you. Why you just, uh, Bria? Because what she do to you? I, didn't, I, I remember there was you. a Bria you didn't like. There's no Bria I don't like. You have a problem with a Bria at some point? 
No. No. It's the other name. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I just have a historic I just don't do well with those but it's okay because we break in we break in uh, curses over here okay that's true hi Mikey and Randy I've been a huge fan of your podcast so much so that no other podcast to me really compares I've been mustering up the courage to write this to you guys but I wanted to be honest about how much your podcast has helped me and my partner oh. well thank you first of all actually I don't know if I can read this <laughs> Okay, Wait, we yes, a, we can. We got to go ahead. <laughs> Lord, I just don't be wanting to uh, be harmful. I so, I don't even know where I started. But I wanted to be honest about how much your podcast has helped me and my partner. My fiance and I have known each other since we were 16 years old. We're 26 and 27 now. Hmm. I actually have a video of the first time we hung out. And if emojis were a thing, then you'd see plenty of those inserted in the video in the video i was so enamored with him and just wanted to be around him but my insecurities made me think he could never like a girl like me mostly because every girl he dated didn't look like me fast forward to my first year in college and we reconnected when he came home to begin school in our home city of philadelphia i remember our first kiss and we literally had a movie moment where it felt like fireworks were going off we fell for each other hard almost like it should have happened sooner I was ready to be fully committed at the naive age of 19, and he, as most niggas are, was not. He even... <laughs> First of all, often, ladies, the women who we marry are not the women who we've been having sex with. So no, you don't look like them. They were easier. He even ghosted me days at a time, mm-hmm. and my dumb ass would answer the phone and rush over to see him like nothing even happened. I even got myself grounded for going out at 12 a.m. to go meet him. But I didn't care. I was in love. And my mama would be <laughs> You make right. it sound like a Maury story. <laughs> no, I'm keeping this baby, Maury. I don't give a fuck. We ended up breaking up and I was devastated. I lost 20 pounds in two weeks. Didn't shower or anything. Mm. I didn't leave my house. My mom had to threaten me to go out and see sunlight. I dated someone else for a year. Another quick, fast love, but ultimately, it didn't last. In comes my current partner, and at the sweet age of 20, I was a year wiser and smarter and ultimately gave him the runaround until he looked at me and said, Bria, I love you. I'm not going anywhere, and we've been together ever since. We've been through so much in our restarted six-year relationship. We both lost our close cousins four months apart from each other to suicide. We had to learn to be whole again while comforting each other. We went from living with our parents to moving into our first apartment. We just got engaged this past December and are planning our wedding in October 2020. You and Mikey... Right. You and Mikey have been the podcast counseling I never knew I needed. I thought there was an invite coming after that. You guys, <laughs> Mikey, shut up. You guys have cool taught me shit. how to appreciate Matt more. Taught mm-hmm. me to tell him I love him more. You have taught me to value a quick Wawa trip. It's hey. like our 7-Eleven, but like the best possible version of it. You have made me even more excited to transition into being a married couple and to continue to champion behind my man. You both are so valued in your honest conversations with one another and your courage to put your relationship out there in the hopes of helping others. Thank you so much for bringing joy to mine and Matt's lives. You guys are our friends in our heads and we are rooting for your success and joy for your family. All the best, Bria and Matt, but he ain't right this. LOL. <laughs> and we did get permission. I responded and she said it's okay to read. Congrats to her new position. Thank you. Thank you. And congratulations to you guys. That October was a great 2020. Love story. Yeah. That's a good time to get married. Thank you for sharing. 
Congratulations to y'all. October weddings are great. They are. Obviously, we're not afraid to travel in October for a wedding. We just stated at the beginning of this episode. So we went to Jill's wedding. And you want to send great. a random invite to your niggas we in We also Atlanta. didn't have a baby then. So you know what? Y'all have fun. We can leave her list. with somebody. Who we leaving this Her grandmother. With? One of them. Any of them. She got four. <laughs> and I'm going to just tell y'all right now. He don't leave this baby with nobody. I'm really not leaving her with anyone. So thank you again, Bria. We really appreciate you. We do. We do. And again, congratulations to y'all. All right. So now we have just a few Q&A questions mm-hmm. um, that Alicia of the OD podcast. Woo, woo, y'all woo. need to go listen to that. They be dropping gems. Draco do makeup. Come on. Come woo, on, woo, Georgia. Woo. Okay. Um, and Alicia buying houses and property. Please teach us. I really, I haven't seen Alicia face to face in a long time, but she's still my nigga. So <laughs> I don't care. Alicia been my nigga. Look, Alicia, my nigga. Go check I- out the podcast. <laughs> What's up? We really love y'all and we, we love do. you, Alicia. So she has some questions, um, uh, that we put out when we did the, we did an Instagram post about that we were doing our, our family dinner episode and she sent some questions in that we're going to answer them. Okay. First question. First question is at the top for Randy. Oh, of course I swiped down and Mikey. When applying slash interviewing for the new job, how did you explain the gap in employment? And were you nervous about that before seeking a new job? Great question. I actually responded to her because about that question. Cause I just oh, couldn't let it sit say? there. But the question I basically, so y'all, I, while I wasn't necessarily making money, money the whole time, I was doing the podcast in between that break and I was doing some contract work as people on Patreon know. And I think I've mentioned that here with the former literary agent. And so, and I did some blog writing for this site called Highfaluter that was paying me. And so essentially I was working within that gap year, just not necessarily traditionally. Yeah. But I put that on my resume as freelance work and I submitted my resume and it didn't come up. He did ask why I left my last job and I just let him know we got bought out. I got laid off, let go, got a severance. And he immediately understood because he was like, oh, OK, so. Nature of the business. What is your favorite thing about literature? You know, like it was, it was not, I was not nervous at all because by this point of me applying and things, I had made peace with all of it, kind of, sort of. Enough to be able to do the interview and not bash my job, my old job and all that. So, yeah. I remember growing up, the, the like gaps in employment was like a thing. Yeah. That's like hard to explain to like employers or whatever, but I don't know. I think as millennials, don't nobody care. And also, I just honestly didn't walk in with the spirit of fear. I was like, I can't, exp- I, like I can't, Mm-hmm. do anything but mikey told me just be yourself be honest be yourself and that's what i did so, and yeah. she got it and i got it and i can't wait for my first day which is in a few days Woo. all right and next question she had question for group are you jealous of the new baby <laughs> i guess we can both answer that one for him <sighs> i wouldn't say jealous I would say neglected. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't think Groot is jealous. He's very protective of Drew for a large part of her first few months of life every time we change her diaper he'd follow us mm-hmm. um even now y'all seen the video on instagram he wakes her up sometimes because he'd be tired of her her mess and he'd be ready for her to wake up and he'll sit by her crib he'll ultimately sit. he's actually really good with her yeah they're good together but i do think that he's over he did be want to get loved on Mm-hmm. So when he sees us kissing on her and she on the sofa, he be want to get on the sofa. He be want to get kissed on. The problem is, 
we're finding it difficult to really rub and love on and kiss on Groot like we used to and hold this baby. <laughs> it's like Groot. It's a lot. I don't feel like washing my hands that many times a day. Right. It's like all these germs. Well, y'all, Groot used to get loved on, okay? Yeah. Randy face in his belly, face in his neck. The most. So did Mike. Mikey picks him up like a child. I did. I hold him. That's my boy. Right. He holds Groot. And Groovy want to be held, but no. <laughs> so I don't think he's jealous, but he's definitely feeling ne- neglected. And mm-hmm. so we're doing our best to fix that. Now we're about to get some money, start back grooming him, cut his nails so he can walk freely. So y'all not hearing him in the background. Get him a girlfriend. You know, Groot needs some love. Get him back in a dog park. It's really hard having a pet. If y'all do have pets when you're depressed, because you know, everybody just ain't nobody walking. Ain't nobody working out. <laughs> he's just. But he's a trooper and he loves us and he has not eaten us yet. And yeah, so. I love you. Yeah. Thanks, right. Alicia, for that question. Nobody asked about Groot. Groot, y'all, he need love. He does. Somebody who got a dog, give us some tips, y'all. What you do when you got a baby? Because this shit hard. Bless his heart. He gonna be all right. But <laughs> last one. No, That's not the last one. one. Question uh, number Question three. for me. Yeah. Did you ever have a moment where you felt like you weren't being a provider before securing the job you have now? Like, did you ever worry that your family didn't look up to you, if that makes sense? Um, Alicia, every damn day. Uh, <laughs> can't remember a time I did not second my guess, second guess myself through this process. And it only kept getting worse the sadder I was getting. Um, Even I, despite I, 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 I was tried. being happy with the small victories. Like, I hey, I brought affirm. some bread home. I tried to affirm Mikey, but as y'all can hear, it's an eternal thing. Mm-hmm. It's not, it wasn't. No, it wasn't you. I know. Um, or Drew. She didn't give a damn. Yeah, she really don't <laughs> She care. was happy. She loved Batcave. It was like it was it it was an internal thing, but that and I I I tie that to basically how you know just being raised a certain way, society, what's expected of you as a man, things of that nature. But I don't know. I think if Randy was any other type of woman, uh, maybe it wouldn't have gone as as it did. Um, I needed the support that you were giving. Ultimately, yeah. uh, anything else, and I would have probably had to quit. I had to find something else, find a new job immediately, and then just not see it through. Yeah. But, um, no, it was extremely hard. I said I did not feel like I was doing the best job during the process. I knew at the beginning that the choice that I was making was going to help us later, but that didn't make it any easier going through it. (laughs) But now we're on the other side. so we're trying to get fully over there. Yeah. So I'm proud. I'm so proud of you. But, yeah. I really appreciate you being honest about that. Well, thank you for asking. Yes. Look at you asking yeah. these deep ass questions. Got us thinking over here. Got us all emotional. Should have saved some of these questions for when we come do your podcast. But that's all right. <laughs> Share your code with some other ones. All right. Thanks, babe. Question for Drewby. How did you discover you were allergic to penicillin? Or was it antibiotic? <laughs> I can't remember. How do you find out if you have any other allergies? I hear peanut allergies are common. So, y'all. Last week... <laughs> was really rough for her so she had this fever that wouldn't go away and that started because of teething yes and i called the pediatrician and they were like no it's like fine until it reaches 101 for more than a day and then it reached 101 for more than a day even though we were giving her tylenol and motrin so day three we went to the doctor day two day two yeah we went to the doctor and They did a swab. They checked her ears. There's no ear infection, not bronchitis, nothing, all of that. Anyway, they gave her some medicine, some penicillin, and 
we picked it up, we mm-hmm. gave it to her. We had to give her twice a day, every 12 hours, or like every 12 hours. Yeah, twice a day. And then she breaks out in this rash. All she had a horrible diaper rash because of. She, she didn't these, get to the, we didn't get to the rash yet. She had the diaper Just rash. Just the before. stuff on her face. No, she Her had face the di- started breaking out before she had the diaper rash. No, babe. Oh, you found a diaper rash first? Yes. It just didn't get worse until. No, she had the diaper rash first. I don't remember being that bad. She had the diaper rash first. It was horrible. Like she was bleeding because she had these horrible poop diapers and we had to wipe her and it just became so much. Remember because he checked her for the diaper yes, rash? Yes. And, and was, then, yes. And yes. Then two days later, once we get the diaper rash cleared or clearing, um, she breaks out all over her body. And she's like rubbing her head in her mattress. I took a video and I sent it to my mom's group. And I was like, Face is started this getting normal? red. Her right eye was starting to swell. Yeah. Um, it was starting to spread. She uh, found out it's an allergic reaction to her medicine. So that's how we found out. They and found out it's common to have an allergic reaction to, to this penicillin. Medicine, but no one said anything. So we didn't know that. Or we wouldn't have, we would have requested to give her another type of medicine. But, you know, you know, so... And we actually didn't see her doctor. Her doctor wasn't on call when we took her in that day. And so it was another doctor. You know, it's fine. But I mean, it's not fine. I cried. I tried not to cry the whole week. But that, that day took me over. Because by this point, she'd already been had this fever all week. And she was miserable. She was miserable, y'all. Like, she wasn't talking as much. She wasn't playing as much. She was sleeping all day. She still had this fever. And at this point, we were giving her motion and Tylenol in increments. The rash had only just started to like fade. It was bad. It was really bad. She missed a whole week of daycare. Still had to pay them. We still had to pay. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Anyway. Devil was busy. But yeah, so peanut allergies are common too. As far as I know, she doesn't have any. Yeah. So we have been eating peanut butter stuff around her. And kissing kissing her her and stuff. Mm -hmm. And see, yeah, she's a foodie. We pray that Drew wouldn't have any food allergies Mm -hmm. because I have one and so does Mikey. Um, and I didn't want her to have none. And yeah. So far, it looks so far, like she, she don't. Yeah. So far, she doesn't have food allergies, but she is allergic to that. And I'm looking into, I haven't said this to you, Mike, but I was thinking about asking her doctor to, about an allergy test for a nine-month checkup. Okay. To see what they think about that, if they think it's necessary. Because I was like, no. As far as I know, all the important stuff she can eat. Chocolate, eggs. First of all, y'all, we haven't given her chocolate. Okay? I don't know what Mike's talking about. But. I ate a Chewy bar and I kissed her. Oh, okay. And she tried to eat my cookie once. Did she? Yes. Did you let her have the cookie, Mike? No. Because, you know, she only has two teeth. <laughs> so, I just I just feel like we should be in accord. I love you so much. Now, I'm just going to drop a chocolate chip in her mouth. Let's see what happens. Last question. Question for the Batcave. How on earth do y'all manage having the studio, baby room, doghouse, and your personal space. Do you have a system for sectioning off the space? Or <laughs> she put a laughing face. Anywho, don't expect all my questions to be answered, but I love y'all. <laughs> Naturally, we answer all of your questions. So, y'all, the Batcave actually is set up like an it's apartment. It's big as fuck. So, like, it's really big. It's funny that she says that, though, because it is sectioned off. Yeah. Drew has her section. We have a room. Groot has his section. This podcast area is a section. So the So, the living room... And the podcast area and the dining room are all open concept. And mm-hmm. that just showed us that we really want an open concept house because it works for us. Yeah. But we do have our own room, like Mike said. But Drew is in our room. But our room is so big, she literally has a whole corner to herself. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel like she's in our room until we're having sex. And it's like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> You're holding our child. <laughs> uh, Drew woke up. So she's joining us. But I love you. 
it feels like our own room and that she has her own room until we don't. And we're reminded that there's a whole other person here. Y'all, one time we was about to get busy. We was about to get busy, y'all. This girl sat right up in her crib, spent two minutes twirling her pacifier, put the pacifier in her mouth the right way finally, and fell face down on her face in her bed back to sleep. I like this too much. We need this house. (laughs) We got to keep doing this. Yeah, it's time for her to have her own room. It's time. Baby monitors, you know, we just put the crib in the Pictures, a uh, camera, yeah. so that we can see her and make sure she ain't killing herself. Nanny cam and the bear. Because it's really hard to get your groove on with a human around. Anyway, so it is actually sectioned off. We put pictures on Patreon. Months yeah, we ago. did. We did a tour of the Batcave. We didn't do a tour. Did we? We did. We took pictures. I don't think they're accurate, though, because it doesn't show how big the space is. So maybe we'll run through our Instagram stories with, with the Batcave. But yeah, it is actually like a little studio slash mini apartment. Everything has its own room and space. Yeah. Bathroom has its own bathroom. Yeah. Group is in the living room. Just be nice to see a little bit more of like the sky. Right. We, we, not many windows and things. We have windows, but we're on the bottom. We're in the basement. So the Mm -hmm, windows mm -hmm. look out into, yeah. So Mikey did the look. (laughs) He want me to stop talking. No. Yeah. All right. Anything else to add, babe? No, back thank in? you for that. I like those. Thank those you. Cool. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you. Again, that's the OD podcast. Yes. Follow them. We're going to link them in the show notes. You know what? I'm going to just say this. I want there to be some type of network for Atlanta podcast. There is an Atlanta podcast network, Mike. I want that network to pick us up. We have to engage <laughs> that network, Mike. We got to engage. Only period. know about them because of the hashtag. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we never looked through this hashtag. Then. That means they haven't found us yet. We, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can leave that. Oh, God. Root Insurance puts you in control. Root is a new type of car insurance that uses the sensors in your smartphone to look deeper than other insurers. Here's how it works. Download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior, like turning and braking, and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate, meaning good drivers could save hundreds. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. All right. So we got a lot of feedback. A um, lot. From my daddy issues in the, epi- in the episode. Um, I got a lot of Instagram messages. I'm still working on replying to all of them. Uh, because I do want to respond to everyone y'all who took the time out to say something back. Um, a lot of very personal, very deep, very insightful messages. Um, and emails. And so lots on my next indie, I'm going to take the time out to put a little, uh, to take, to, uh, to acknowledge, if not all of you, everyone else, um, that we don't really talk about on this episode. So we do have some voicemails and some emails we want to share. Um, just episode feedback that I think would be nice to talk about because that was a rough, as a rough episode. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying that the emails were bad for the daddy issues. No. I'm just saying it was a lot. We, I, I don't think either one of us expected you to get all that. I didn't feedback. expect anybody to respond actually, to be honest with you. I was kind of looking people forward respond to respond all the time. Yeah. Stories. Everybody be like, nah, but people really, but did. my daddy ain't shit too. And here's why. I was like, all right, well, let's, <laughs> let's discuss. Or, or the or, other way. Or, isn't it? Yeah. or here's a healthy response and wait for you to deal with it. Yeah. And damn y'all, first of all, for actually voting for me to reach out. Anyway, we'll get there. Yeah. So we're going to play some voicemails first and then some emails. Hi, 
like E.M. Randy. Um, this is Holland. I, I'm not sure if you guys will ever be, but I just listened to, and I hope you can hear me because I'm in the car on the way I just listened to uh, Mikey's indie episode about his father, and I just have so much to say about this. I don't know if the voicemail is even going to let me say all this, but I, too, am a product of an ancient daddy. And literally just stopped going to court, like, at the beginning of this year because he put his hands on me. But I just would like to say that, number one, I completely, completely understand when Mikey says, I just don't want to. You do not have to talk to people just because you're related to them, just because you don't owe them anything. You do not have to call that man if you don't want to. Trust me, people be telling me, you need to get your dad. You need Why? Why? And I, it's not a bitter thing. It's not an upset thing. It's not holding a grudge thing. But you just don't have to talk to people if you have no reason to, you know what I mean? If you are secure with yourself and your life and what's going on with you, it's like why even open up that can of worms when there's no need? What really can you get from it at this age in your life? You know what I mean? And I'm not saying, like, you can't always get something from it, but I think in certain cases it's like, uh, no. You know what I mean? And I also really understand where... Sometimes it's best if your dad just isn't around or whatever toxic parent, family member it is. Like, I know, I can tell you for a fact, if my mom had left my dad when we were kids, like, oh, our life probably would have been, you know what I'm saying, just probably a hundred times better. Like, like sometimes it's best if the toxic person isn't around. So, Mikey, you never know. Maybe him being around did more for you than him being around. You know what I mean? Life just kind of works in mysterious ways like that because he was really as toxic as he might, you know, might be or whatever the case of he might be told. Then maybe it was best he wasn't around. I think our, my life would have been completely different had my dad just not been around. Here, like my mom was just letting him hate me. But, like I said, there's no, you know, love loss. It just is what it is. But, yeah, you don't have to call that. You ain't got to call him. But, okay, that's all I have to say. Have a good day. Love you guys. Holland, first of all, we do remember you. Of course we remember you. You and your husband, Dallas, with the cool names. <laughs> <sighs> so, when I first heard this, I laughed. Because that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> I do not feel like I owe him anything and i don't want to reach out but it's a thing it happened and i really just wanted to get people's thoughts i think because internally i was looking for something yeah. i just didn't know what it was yet um and i still don't know well, Holland, unfortunately i lost we lost <laughs> sis and they voted that um uh, you should attempt you that should I, I should attempt so i'm gonna i, I have to man of my word but I'm sorry to hear about yours, your yeah. situation with your father. That's not, it's not cool. It's not ideal, but I mean, she's right. There are some times where it's just better that he wasn't there. Yeah. Like you, it, it would be ideal if it was like this positive impact that, you know, both your parents have on you and they're happy together, but doesn't always happen that way. I think I all mean, the feedback from this was just surprising. My mother gave me feedback, y'all. She did. <laughs> we, there was like, a whole conversation. 
It was a conversation. Just, it was, this is, uh, I love y'all. <laughs> I really do appreciate y'all taking y'all time, energy to like talk through this. Um, and so for those who have not listened to the episode, maybe you only listen to the episodes with me and Randy. But um, in my episode, I essentially just talked about my relationship with my father or lack thereof. And I put it out to everybody to vote on whether or not I should reach back out to my father who has made an attempt to reach me through my sibling through an app. What's that? Because he is in Guyana. I was also not clear in my storytelling. So some people don't know this, but shortly after he was released from prison, he was deported. So like (laughs) we don't hang, not because he's not close, but because he's in another country. Yeah. Uh, Just throwing that in there. And another voice. <laughs> what you got for us next? We have one more voicemail to play. Um, so I believe this one is from my big sister. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned her at the top of the podcast. We share a father, and she actually gave me her input, and it was really nice to hear, while also sad. Yeah. So now you get that. Enjoy. Hey, Mikey and Randy. This is Jillian from. Queens, New York, Mikey's sister. I like to be a silent supporter, but this episode, well, Mikey's indie episode, I felt the need to give some feedback because I have recently reached a turning point with my views and my relationship with our father. Um, My most recent thing with this whole daddy issues thing um, my 30th birthday, I was in Paris for my birthday and, um, there's a, there's like a six or seven hour time difference, but I just remember waking up and my phone was going off and I'm like, oh, of course, this got to be my mom. She want to be the first one to wish me happy birthday. But it was a FaceTime call from my father-in-law and I answer it and he's like, Jill, I just wanted to be the first one to wish you happy birthday. I got, he's like, I tried to figure out this world clock thing on my iPhone just so I could get you right on time in Paris time. And I'm just looking at the phone and tears are in my eyes because I'm like, wow, this is my husband's father. And he just went out of his way and was super thoughtful just to be the first before my mama to tell me happy birthday. And he, since me and Dwight has been together, he's always just been that way super loving at first I would always be a little like back up you ain't my daddy (laughs) but I've grown to embrace it and love it and just that morning on my 30th birthday I cried and he was just like oh my god like I didn't I was just telling you happy birthday I just wanted to be the first one and it's just like like that small effort you made was more than any effort my father has made in my entire life just to the fact that he even remembered my birthday. My father never remembers my birthday. Matter of fact, I was in Disneyland (laughs) in Paris on my birthday and I get a picture, I get a message actually from Mr. Nurse and it was a picture of himself. He's like, yeah, I'm out, I'm having a party, look at me. And I just looked at it and I remember being so upset and I had to sit down in Disneyland with these fucking Mickey Mouse ears on and gather myself because I was so angry. Like, he didn't even tell me happy birthday. He's just sending pictures of himself. And I had to, like, just 
get it together, push it down, enjoy the rest of my time in Paris. But I still remember on the plane ride home, back to back to the United States, on the plane ride home, I was crying because I was thinking about it like, damn, like at that point in my mind, I'm thinking, Jill, you are now 30 years old. Like you have to accept this. You are not going to have that father-daughter relationship you always wanted. Like, accept it and move on and stop ex- expecting anything. And what made me cry was, like, I was expecting the minimum. This is the bare minimum. Like, just remember my birthday and tell me happy birthday. Even if you see it somewhere or whatever, like, just happy birthday. I don't expect anything from that man but just that. And I couldn't, I couldn't even get that. So I cried my eyes out on that long-ass flight. I fell asleep, woke up back in New York, and I'm like, that's it. That's it. Don't expect anything. Not even a happy birthday. Merry Christmas. Nothing. Don't expect anything. And just move forward and see how it goes. Am I... I thought about it, like, just cut it off, but no, I didn't cut it off. I didn't cut off communication. I have done that before where I haven't spoken to him in, like, two-plus years. But, you know, I keep the communication open. If he wants to say something, cool. Most of the time I don't answer. (laughs) And, Mikey, just listening to this podcast, I just wanted to answer that where you're like, is he even capable of having conversations? I leave things open to have a conversation because that's just me. Like I like deep conversations. I like deep connections with people or nothing at all. (laughs) So I just don't, from what I've experienced, I haven't gotten that. If anything, he would say good morning to me. He would text me on WhatsApp and say, good morning. I would say good morning. He would send me a picture of himself and that's the conversation. And then a couple weeks later, good morning, good morning send a picture of himself and that's it so that's been my experience even leaving the lines of communication open so I don't really expect much I don't get angry anymore like I used to I just it's, it's just is what it is love you Mikey and Randy I know this thing about to cut me off again listen to y'all in the next podcast thank you Jill thanks Jill for calling in um so many things yeah uh Ah, I guess from the from the end to the beginning. That's just so disappointing. Like, I'm sorry, sis. I'm sorry that you feel or felt that way, and that that ruined a moment of yours. Um, that shit was just really familiar. Yeah, it all just sounds very familiar. Um, and I hate that. I know my siblings to be good people. Like they're actually good people. Like my big sister is a good person, and I don't think that good people deserve shitty people to affect them. In this way. That nigga ruined Disney World. <laughs> Disney. Like, okay. Disney. Something. Disney. Wait, were you Wait, a Euro, was she a Euro Disney? Yeah. That, so the real one. That nigga nice. ruined the real Disney. <laughs> I can't. I, I think that, yeah. I But I do <sighs> appreciate her saying that at some point, that day she had to accept it. Because mm-hmm. it does feel like this cycle of disappointment, right? Because it is. That's the thing. I hit a point of acceptance, but then, you know. You don't want to be, you don't want to be disappointed. I don't. I really don't. And I feel like at this point where I'm at today, who I am now, I won't be. I won't be until it's opened up. Hmm. And I think that she's better than me for doing that, for leaving lines of communication open. I think that because they're closed, 
I can't have no stupid calls come in. But it, but it's like that Marvel scene in Avengers Endgame. Okay. And Tony's like, listen, I can put this to bed. I don't have to tell them I figured out the time travel. And Gwyneth Patro, Pepper, is mm-hmm. like, but will you rest? And you're saying, and I told you this three days ago, you're saying, oh, I don't need to. I'm not, well, I'm, I'm where I'm a grown up. That ain't how I said it. But, but you're, you know what I mean? But you're not resting. This is plaguing you. And so it is. This has been, Mike, your, the I tip think of your tongue is, is plaguing. <laughs> Y'all, I'm reading this book about health and it was like, Already. look at the tongue. All right. Ooh, and Mike, tongue. closed his tongue out and the tip of his tongue is hot, See, pink, we were talking about this. Red, and that's emotional distress. And that shit didn't start till you posted the indie. That's this, not true. This, this is, tongue been read my whole life. Paul Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> It's plaguing you. You're not resting. You're not at peace. You're not okay. It's not like, oh, whatever. I'm, I'm rest, I sleep pretty well. Okay. Paul. I get what you're saying. I get... Did you just call me Paul? Yes. Because that's the only time you listen to me. Continue. You are not okay. And I understand. And you know I know this. You know I know why. We have very similar experiences and also very different concerning our fathers. But also, I think that just le- like opening it. I don't know. Maybe it'll give you something. I don't know, but it, it it'll be something better than this because it's not. This is not easy to watch you go through. And I don't. I'm not saying that messaging him will give you any type of. I, like I'm not expecting him to become this great communicator who can like comprehend his wrongdoing. I'm honestly not even sure these fathers are aware. Like, and that's not even to give them a cop out, but like, a lot of these Debbie dads are narcissists and sociopaths. <laughs> He sent psychopath. her a picture of him on her birthday. And that's not on y'all to like interpret or whatever. Like it's crazy. However, it's it's just driving you crazy, Mike. You're not well. Is all I, I'm that's what I'm saying. It's not driving me crazy. Okay. But I hear you. Um ultimately Randy has decided Randy has decided since you all decided that I had to reach out. Randy is gonna pick the date. And what day is it, Rand? Monday, the she ain't 21st. Ain't gonna give no time to like warm up to it. Happy anniversary, Jill. Ew, is it really the 21st? Yeah. On my sister's anniversary, one of the yep. happiest days of my life, <laughs> you're going to make me reach out to my father. I'd just rather you get it done, Mike, because you keep stalling. I just don't want to make off. her day about him. Mikey, but that ain't got nothing to do. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to stall. I am going to reach out for whatever. I will. I will open up lines of communication. Um, and I appreciate everyone who gave any type of input on the situation. I will obviously have to do some type of follow up and let y'all know what, what happened. happened. All right. And we have, thank you, Jill. And thank you, Holland. Thank you, Jill. And thank you, Holland. Uh, we have, we, like we said, we, Mikey got a lot of emails and he got a lot of Instagram messages and we don't want anyone to feel like we don't see y'all or hear Mm-mm. y'all. But I think that for you, it's when it all started coming in, like I, I ended up editing Mikey's episode because we usually are responsible for our own indie episodes, but it was really difficult for him. And I think that all the feedback coming in as quick as it did was a little overwhelming, not in a bad way. So I don't want anyone to feel bad. Yeah, no, don't, don't stop feedback. It's just, it was just at this point, y'all, y'all know me. Yeah. Y'all know how it is. Like, it's just like, it was a lot. And it was unexpected. Honestly. 
Yeah, and then, like, and then it's moments like that that make me re- like we realize that yeah we have like male listeners, right? So we got this email from a Jared who we who Mikey's gonna respond to. Charnell, his wife, um, Ebony sent another email about it, uh, and a whole bunch of Instagram. Messages. Even the Instagram messages weren't like short, like they sorry's. Were like, yeah, they were long and de- so like, thorough. Meanwhile, my baby over here. So we have one email. Um, I'm going to give you a break, Mike. I'm going to read it for you. Thanks, Ren. Because I know it's what you really want. And you want me to read all your emails. And I am. I'm going to read your emails. So that you don't have to. I will respond. <laughs> all right. I'm good. Okay. So this woman uh, wrote in. And her name is Tiana. Okay. Or Tiana. I hope I'm saying her name right. Let's go Please just T. correct me. If I'm not, if I'm wrong, because names are important. So she says, from a daughter of a daddy with daddy issues. Hi, Chapman family. First, I absolutely love your podcast. I relate to every single episode you guys have released. Thank you. Thank you. I especially related to this past indie episode with Mikey. Please forgive me if this is misspelled. It's not. Prego Brain is a I have seen it be spelled like eight different ways now that this episode mm-hmm. came out. That's really interesting. I appreciate it because it's like it's showing our names equality. Because first it was always my name, but now it's your name. But like... And I appreciate it. It's just file Okay. Leave people alone. <laughs> and then people's phones be doing stuff. Because I know even your even your name, Mike. Nah, my man. I seen it with a Y me. and a C. That's, that's when I was like, all right, now y'all playing. This is on purpose. Prego <laughs> <laughs> Brain is a beast. As y'all know, I do know, girl. God bless you and congratulations. And talking about being a black man with daddy issues raising a daughter. I'm not a black man. But I am the daughter of a black man whose dad was not around, whom I did not meet until I was 17 at my high school graduation. You and my father are so much alike, and my dad is the best dad in the world. I am a total daddy's girl. And according to my mom, I started off just like Drew. Hey. I love my mom, of course, and I'm attached to both, but I will cut a hoe for my daddy. That's how it should be. You asked what it's like to be attached to both, and it shaped how I dated and how I chose my husband. My dad taught me how I should be treated by a man. Every Valentine's Day, my dad brought me flowers, candy, and some type of extra gift, and he always said he wanted to be the first man to buy me flowers. Watching my dad treat my mom like a queen helped give me standards, and I ended up marrying a man who was just like my dad. Not even on purpose, my mom pointed this out. I learned to have patience with my dad because he never had someone to show him how he had to figure it out. I pray Drew finds that same patience much earlier than I did. My dad's daddy issues definitely show in my teens and we had our fights. But at the end of the day, he is truly my best friend. We learn together and he is absolutely everything. My dad is just now reaching out to his dad who was now in his 80s. And it hurts him that he waited so long. He's still so angry and so hurt. I wish he would have spoke to him sooner so he could work on forgiveness for his own healing. Oh, no. This email took a turn. I wish the very same for you. Even if you decided to wait. Don't wait too long. It is the worst pain to see my dad trying to mend himself now and not being able to do anything to help him aside from just listening. Take your time. Just not too long. And like sister Ayana, y'all do your work. Drew has amazing parents. Love you both. She not acting like she got amazing parents. (laughs) <laughs> you leaving that in there? Thank you for that email. I appreciate it. What do you think, babe? It was a very full email. Um, first of all, I love that that's like your relationship. Yeah, that's just nice to hear. Nice, it's it's nice to hear. Um, a couple of people told me something along those lines of like, 
being on the right track because, you know, I'm aware of what I don't want to do. Um, but kind of alluded to like the, the negatives with like going really hard in that direction. Um, which I also try to like stay aware of. Like, I don't want to, I'm not trying to like, you know, like self-fulfilled prophecy over here where like I'm doing stuff that ends up like pushing my da- my daughter away, even though I was like there physically. But I thought that it was, it was really nice. And she has a point. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I don't know. What point? Like, uh, about her father, like, like dealing with it, like, now that he's older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause I, you, you never know how this shit's gonna manifest. Yep. I could very well be perfectly fine, but, um, I could not. And life is funny like that. You really don't know until it, it actually happens. Um, and I would rather not guess. So I'm going to take the advice of, People who I know love me and care and have taken the time out to express their care. Um, and if Randy says it's a good idea. I'm not sure if I think it's a good idea. Oh. I just think that it will probably, it's a transformative one. It's something different. You've been doing the same thing since you were three. And look at me. I got a wife who I love and take care of. I have a daughter who I love. I have accomplished many things. You have a dog. I do. We'd be forgetting Groot. We used to remember Groot all the time. Yeah, I remember. The bigger point <laughs> is that I've lived a pretty good life yeah, without Yeah, you're still hurting, out. which is why you did your indie. Am I? Mike, you did your indie for a reason. You had And I still plan. don't remember what that reason was. You had a plan, but mm-hmm. then you couldn't stop thinking about Paula telling you about your dad yeah, wanting to Yeah, I started thinking job. about Chris. Then I started thinking about a whole bunch of other stuff. It was just a lot. Chris. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We actually have one more email. Yeah, it's like... One more. I know I said that was the mm-hmm. last one, but we have one more that I think that you would appreciate. It's also from Ebony. Um, I'll read that one because it's my bad. But then, and then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Okay. No, there was so much feedback, y'all. Thank y'all again. Proctor Plant and Sharika, we got a voicemail from you, um, <laughs> from a while ago. And we're going to play that, um, later for our Patreon plug. And just thank y'all so much. But yeah, we really do appreciate it. Um, I don't know. The feedback is always as genuine as what we put out there. Yeah. Which is nice. It is nice that y'all imagine this energy because y'all keep us brave to do the same thing. And it's still kind of weird sometimes seeing like the numbers, like the number of people who actually like listen or download these episodes. Yeah. Because Mikey don't even listen to us. I don't. (laughs) I listened to it the first time through when we were recording it. And, you know, I don't I don't revisit my old work. (sighs) It's just not, you know, I don't date none of my exes. Maggie. I don't listen to old podcasts. So, Ebony. I don't even have sex with the same girl. Randy different every night. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. Ebony wrote in and said, hey, y'all. This is a different Ebony. It's the same Ebony here. Okay. Gotcha. From the earlier listener feedback. Hi, Eb. <laughs> Randy, I know you usually end up reading my emails, but I know you'll pass the word along to Mikey. She does. So, here we go. First of all, thank you, Mr. Chapman, for opening up and being real about how your father's absence has affected you, not only growing up, but even now as a father yourself. I feel like this is a struggle for most men and even women because it has become the norm for men to not play a part in their children's lives. So people just grow up trying to ignore the fact that they have a void. During the podcast, you made a statement that began with a man who decides to have kids. And that got me thinking. I began to wonder if men are intentionally making the decision to have children. No. Or are they making the decision to have sex? Yes. I'm interested in both of y'all's thoughts on this topic. Oh. 
Personally, I believe that most men are in agreement to have sex, but not necessarily in agreement for having children. And mm. the men who are in agreement with having children aren't necessarily the ones who abandon their children or partner. Men who typically see a family and not just their opportunity for sex. Hopefully this all makes sense. Randy, I hope there aren't too many errors that would drive you crazy. I told y'all I'm trying to do better with responding to podcasts in a timely manner. I've already missed a 12 p.m. cutoff to vote on whether or not Mikey should reach out to his dad. <laughs> but at least I'm not months late. Can we say progress? Love you guys. Well, now I'm upset with her because she could have been the vote that tipped the scales. This is why you're supposed to get out there and vote. Mikey, shut up. Your vote count. <sighs> Thank you, Ebony. Unless um, you were going to vote for the... I don't think that people are in agreement to have kids. I don't either. Um, And I don't think that it's the norm anymore. I think that's mostly just what we see. Um, Because there are men out there, obviously, who are, like, walking into it saying, I want to take care of this child that, um, you know, are trying to be married, trying to start families, not just have children out here. Um, And then there are those that are just seeking sex and are not being intentional about who they have sex with. When you have sex with somebody, there's a chance that they may get pregnant. Yep. Because you had sex with them. Mm-hmm. That happens. Mm-hmm. Science. So when you run that risk, you have to take into account, I may have a child with this person. And when you do have a child, I think that it is your responsibility to take care of that child with that person. Yeah. But that's me. And maybe I'm just simple in that way. Um, And I did speak about that in the episode. Like, if ever I had a child, I was going to be with that person. You know, like that you was just, that. that's just where it stops with me. But no, I don't think that people were, I don't think that my father personally was intentional. About it, no, because that nigga ran through a group of friends. He had a yes, he, he has so there are so <laughs> many of y'all. Like it don't make no sense, and y'all all look. By the way, my father also remarried, from what I was told, and had like more kids since he was released. There are so many of y'all. There's a Law and Order episode about this. You stupid. I'm not even playing. I know because he's like the therapist that plays with the guy that plays therapist he's just like people always assume that women are the only ones who have this desire to procreate and to have this legacy but it's men i didn't think that women were the ones who have that i was was always told it was more men than women men really did be wanting kids out here i mean you know we talked about this did we well the foolishness i used to talk about when i was joking but oh yeah he wanted the mad kids yeah i was like i want to be my dad's core I want to be this high score. You gonna have to leave me. It's too many. <laughs> I was like, I said, I want to do it with one woman. No, I'm not. But a I dog. was late. We would have had to start when I was ten. Yeah. No. No. Oh. There's so many of them, y'all. It's not an exaggeration. But <laughs> love you all. Um. But no. Y'all hear her talking shit. <laughs> it's a lot of y'all. Okay, y'all know that. Y'all know that it's a lot of y'all. So I don't even want to hear. <laughs> You're good. Do you want her daddy attention? So she fake often. She has it. Even though she don't like me today. Thank you again, Ebony. Um, yeah, I hope we answered your question. Mike, we you appreciate anything else it. To say? Um, I like that the conversations we have spark other conversations. Yeah, I do. Even if it's like unexpected and I don't see it coming, and it's really heavy, uh, it it is already actually starting to feel like a weight off me now that I've like spoken about this a little bit. I yeah. guess I don't know. I think I needed some new insight other than whatever I was telling myself. Um. And I think that is one of the the pros of like podcasts and about this podcast. And again, about this family, this like virtual family that we're building. Yeah. And this literal one. I forgot who we were talking to earlier, but I really do want to invite. We can drive to Philly for that wedding. Um, Or have it in Atlanta. We're not going to Philly. Why not? So. My ex don't even. Thank (laughs) y'all so much for your feedback. (laughs) Yeah, Mikey be trying. 
me. That wasn't the only reason I was in Philly. You be trying me, Mike, and I really just don't. What are you talking about? I feel like I actually never even met her there. For granted, I never met her. Why do you deny yourself heaven? (laughs) I don't deny. I ate heaven yesterday. You think you're not capable of love? You're not deserving. This is how I know you. But you are the love of my life. This is how I know you don't listen to me. You hit me no attention. What? What? I'm gonna repeat it because it's funny. You didn't meet her in Philly. I said I don't deny myself heaven. I ate it yesterday. And Mikey, you just when did you say that? Your child is present. I, I don't know. If she you, know what I'm talking about. I don't know. I'm talking about heaven's food. Mikey. Devil's cake. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's next? Um, that's it. Okay, our engagement for this episode, John. Yeah, please. Did y'all like this episode? Did y'all like this episode? Because we did the first family dinner and y'all really enjoyed it. Some people were actually surprised that they enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sharika actually being one of them. She was like, I didn't think I would like it, but I really did. And we want to know how you feel about this one because we really do plan to make these staples before we go back on break. And I would love for them, you know, us to just, you know, have more Q&As and just feedback and stories from you all to share. Yeah. Um, It's nice. Makes it, it seem more real. Like it's not just us in this basement. Right. Talking to each other. And until we can start doing interviews, and y'all, we are hearing y'all. Yo, next year is going to be different. We want to start doing interviews. It is a time, money, equipment thing. Mm -hmm. And we got all of those now. I'm I'm just playing. We still need all of those things. We're actually not okay yet. I'm speaking it into existence. (laughs) Okay, babe. I was watching an interview the other day. Um, You know who the locks are? No. Um, Styles P. Jadakiss. She glued. Oh, okay, okay, okay. and she had mentioned something. And they were talking about, they was on a song with Biggie. And the difference was, like, Biggie was, like, rapping about what he was really doing. Uh-huh. And they was just rapping about what they wanted to do. They were manifesting. Yeah. You know, you know when rappers go through that phase where they talk about all the shit they got, and they don't got none of that shit. Yeah. They renting and leasing it and all this stuff. Yeah, nah, but they got Bentleys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They meant, like, on posters on their wall, but they didn't say that. So, like, if I keep putting it out there that we straight, we just going to get straight. And now we straight. I agree. Let's claim it, but also I don't want y'all get it confused about why this Patreon still running. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> nah. So when I say we won the lottery, I'm talking about future us. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. yeah. She was happy. Okay. So yes, let us know and keep sending in feedback and and engagement. And thank you all for investing in you know your time in this little pod. All right. Engagement. That was it. Keep sending listener feedback. We appreciate y'all. Y'all. Hey. To oh. y'all, this episode is going to be um, <laughs> an hour and 30, maybe. I thought you said, hey, y'all. But it really is like six for us. So we just go. <laughs> Drew, said, keep pushing. <laughs> Drew said, I don't care about y'all podcast or your relationship. I want to be held to sleep pronto. Poked her lip out. She boss baby in us over here. Anyway, <sighs> now we are doing Patreon. We, so we, yes. Sorry, babe. We had a voicemail we wanted to share from one of our Patreon supporters, Sharika. Uh, she had feedback for many episode that she that we did, but we're gonna save it. Go ahead. <laughs> we're gonna save it for the next episode. She's waiting till you start talking to do this. We're gonna save it for the next episode. Okay. So that um, just because this is this is just a full one, and yeah. So for Patreon, y'all, y'all can. Find us at patreon.com slash black millennial marriage. And that's where we provide exclusive content, early content. That's extra mini episodes, bonus episodes that is monthly. Daddy journals, Randy musings, and just stuff that's going on with us. 
Patreon knew about the interview. Patreon knew about the job, both mm-hmm. of ours. They got pictures of Drew pumpkin carving. So Instagram got like two pictures, but Patreon got like all um twelve. So including on my belly out. If you're invested in the podcast and are willing to willing and capable, okay, mm-hmm. of giving and doing a monthly membership, you can join our Patreon for as little as three dollars a month. But if you can't commit to a monthly membership, please continue to rate us, subscribe, share us, and we take Amazon gift cards. Mm-hmm. At blackmailmare at gmail.com. B-L-A-C-K-M-I-L-M-A-R at gmail.com. That was well done, baby. Thank you. All right. All right. PDA. PDA. So we're not going to do a fight or flight because... Randy first today. Because, uh... Because ain't nothing to fight about today. <laughs> well, the fight or flights on family dinner are reserved for, like, listener fight or flight. So Patreon fight or flight. Yes, that yeah. you want to su- submit. We will definitely chime in on whatever fights you may be having but patreon is sending on fighter flights so that's okay yeah everybody in a peaceful space which is fine right so we're just gonna do pda so my pda um who baby so much i really appreciate how supportive you've been about this new job you've been really excited and that's that's just been really great for me because i don't know it's just nice i didn't expect you not to be excited necessarily but I do know this is another adjustment for us. This is about to be another learning curve for us. Me being back at work full time with a baby and a podcast and all of that. And yeah. So I just really appreciate how supportive and positive you've been and just really hype. It's really been helping me also stay excited and yeah. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> um, you are my best friend. So it's like real excitement. No fake excitement over here. I'm just really proud of you. Thank you. Um, you set out to do something and you accomplished it and that's worth celebrating. It's big to me. I know. We love we love mommy. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have this moment? All right. Well, thank you, baby. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, um <sighs> I don't know. There's a lot of things that I'm proud of you for, but I've now had the chance to talk about those on previous episodes. So mm-hmm. instead, what I'm gonna talk to you about is um just the fact that I really enjoy doing this with you. Um, it's been a very difficult season for us and throughout all of it, um, we've been consistent with this podcast and you've been consistently doing, you know, a brunt of the, the work on this side of things because I have had to do other things and just like motherhood and like being a wife, being a podcast co-host is like a thankless job. we just you know we have these titles and we're expected to do these things like you get gratitude but it's like is it enough no is it enough no it's like you know that's why we do the pda that's why it's really nice like sometimes you just really need like a like just a shout out to your partner for like doing just being a great partner um you signed up to be with me and stay with me while pregnant with a newborn through some wild ass coding program. Yeah. With no guarantee of anything coming from it. Yeah. No real guarantee. <laughs> like on paper guarantees, but no like, you know? Yeah. Um, and you did that and we still managed to like maintain this part. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Another family dinner under the belt just kind of feels nice. It does. Um, there has been a couple of things that have been really consistent throughout this entire process. That's this podcast and you. And I really appreciate that this is what we have, uh, this is something that we've created, something that brings us closer together, and something that we enjoy doing. And I love doing it with you. 
And thank you for all that you do for us with this. But in this next season, I want to take some things away from you. Please. And I am looking forward to <laughs> doing that. Yeah. As you are taking things away from me. Yes. In this new season, which God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is straight. <laughs> a good. Great. Well, you're welcome, babe. I'm excited for what is going to shift with us in this podcast. Because there will be one. There will be one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. I just, I love you, man. You're, uh, you're okay. You're okay, too. All right, y'all. Babe. As always, thank you all for listening. Be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. If you dig in what I'm saying, we could go deeper. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. You dig it. I dig it. I dig it. You dig it, I dug it, we're good, so yo, I hope you love it, I love it, I got no upper, but none above it, I focus on what the funk is, don't know what's so fierce, I'm sipping Tyler T. Alright, y'all, Drew, we got some things to say. What's up? Come on. I don't be quiet now. Say something, Drew. Say something. Tell people, hey. <laughs> She's just staring at the microphone. Drew. Come on, you have so much say to something, say. Say something, say ah. 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 Here, say something. Mama. Oh, this one's shiny too. She still ain't looked up. <laughs> nothing. We get nothing. Only when we got stuff to do. Do you care? What'd you say? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Bye bye. Bye. Acast powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. I'm Meredith Masony. And I'm Tiffany Jenkins. We're the hosts of Take It or Leave It, a podcast where we discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Join us every week where we sit down and talk about parenting, even though we don't really know what we're talking about. We have guests, we take your calls, and we get weird. Tiffany and I are just like you. We are two struggling moms who have no idea what we're doing. Join us on Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. A-Cash recommends. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.